Sign up for the newsletter so you never miss an update. Download episodes of previous shows. It's the KOP Aftermath. Get, get ready. What's up, y'all? This is Nicki Minaj. Yo, 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 what's crack like? This is Big Soup, yo, double G. Yo, what's going on? This is Drizzy G. Radio. We're taking over the radio. You're locked in with KOP. It's going down. It's crazy. What's, what's up, y'all? This is Beyonce, and you're listening to my station. Powered by the Core 94. Hey, hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another exciting podcast here today. This is, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the KLP Aftermath with your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas. We are live back in the studio. We, we try to, you know, we, we're doing it, T. We got Tyrus Lester in the building for sure. Shout out to T. And of course, we have quite a few other producers, of course, uh, in the studio as well, making sure we sound good. I, I love it. I love it that you guys love it that we are bringing it back we're bringing things back here for our podcast for the week we've been having a great week y'all i I just got to come out there and say we've been having a fantastic week of course uh we've had so many episodes so far this week of course vox tv of course yesterday's production and today's production was off for a great kitsch a lot of people a lot of viewership and of course, KLP Aftermath, the video version, has been booming on Spotify video. So we're, we're just blessed, highly faithful. Uh, there's a song I listened to um, from, of course, uh, The Breakfast Club, Charlemagne the Guy, and Logan Ball. The, the song is called Black Man No Cheat, but uh, Faithful in Black. I love that lyric. I love that word, Faithful in Black. That might be the name of my next album. Who knows? I really like that. So uh, we're very faithful, faithful in black, very blessed and highly favorite to be back here for you guys for this show. KLP Aftermath Season 2, we're ready. We're ready to talk about some very fun things. Now, before we get to that, though, because there's we got we to gotta talk about it, Tia. Of course, uh, very, very excited. Of course, my band, Swanky Aura and Swanky Records, will be officially on the catalog of Tidal, Apple Music, and Shazam starting February 12th as we announce our new album. Interstellar will be out February 12th. I believe that is a Saturday. That's when the album comes out. It'll be available on Spotify, Tidal, Apple Music, Shazam, and so many much other platforms, and also Pandora. Pandora was actually one of the stores that was listed on our list, and I didn't mention it in our post, and I felt I felt really bad because you know Pandora is also a good uh, network as well. I just I, I just didn't I, I don't know why I didn't just I didn't put that tag in there, but it will the album will be available for Pandora as well for all you Pandora listeners out there in the world very very thankful for that i do want to thank my distribution company that we've been working with amuse you guys have been very you guys been working with me you guys been sending forth emails and emails and emails hey swanky this ain't right swanky hey this ain't right oh well you gotta fix this so you know they've been working with me well with all of us this whole week every of course, uh, T, he was on email. If you guys don't know Tyrus Lester, he's our producer, but he's also our chief financial officer of KOP Entertainment. He's been around. So um, he's been CC'd on these emails and, you know, he'll tell you, you know, we've been through it with the, with the muse trying to get it right, but we finally got it right. And February 12th, I really, I genuinely do hope you guys uh, love the album because, you know, we worked hard on Interstellar. We're adding coffee. We worked hard on coffee in 2020. 20- 
2020, actually, and then we released it in 2021. So uh, you'll hear some familiar songs that you might have already listened to, but you'll hear some new tracks that we made and produced um, with our band, uh, Swanky Aura and Swanky Records. You know, uh, I'm just, I'm very, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm thankful. I'm thankful for the opportunity. I'm thankful for a lot of things that happened uh, throughout the week. And, I, you know, I may not, I may not express it too much, but I, I'm genuinely thankful for everyone who's been following us ever since 2010 because KLP, KLP Entertainment has been booming. We have been we've been booming we've been blowing up we've been doing a lot of stuff as i get you know notifications you might hear it we've been blowing up really really well um within the last two years so i'm you know i'm all i can say on that is i'm thankful i'm blessed i'm very happy about what i do for a living i get to get up and come to the studio perform a show perform a podcast perform a talk show work at emory work for emory in partnership with emory then work on films then work on other stuff so i I, i'm very i'm I'm, I'm thankful. I'm very, 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 very thankful. So let's get on to the topic of conversation here today. We have quite a few things I wanted to talk about here on the show. And I promise you we're, we're on script and I promise you guys we won't reference The Breakfast Club. The last couple of episodes we've been watching The Breakfast Club's videos on YouTube and we've been referencing it and we've been, you know, finding their story and then say, hey, I want to talk about that story on our, on our podcast. So promise you that won't be this episode not to say that it won't be tomorrow's episode um very very excited for that for sure because we have quite a few things um we will be doing um and we'll get to it t i know t saying hey let's get to the stories we won't be doing a podcast tomorrow because tomorrow is thursday you guys know um we were changing our schedule around a lot um we've been doing uh technically i say we get up in the morning to do the podcast sometimes we do most times we're doing it late at night we're recording late late at night in the studio and then we perform it for the next day but um, we won't be doing a podcast, but on Saturday, we will be back in studio as we do KLP tonight. And I have quite a few things that I want to talk to you guys on KLP tonight. So stay tuned for Saturday's episode because I will talk about some juiciness. But as we gear up, of course, February 18th, uh, Horizon Forbidden West comes out i'm getting it day one and then i'll i'm gonna tell i'm gonna talk about it on klp tonight so of course um ladies and gentlemen we do have a script but i do want to talk about this and i brought this up to to tyrus today and i know this conversation might be a little bit uh might be a little bit sensitive to a lot of people out there i did tweet about it and i don't have regrets about me tweeting but i know i've had people to do a lot of backlash before um, you have to be careful with people that will give you troll comments. They'll, and I expect people to give me hate comments. That's fine. I'm not one of those people that if I'm tweeting something about how I feel um, and I get a negative review or somebody's cussing me out on Twitter. First of all, if you cuss me out on Twitter, that they flag that. But I'm, I'm expecting trolls. You know, I'm in the position now. I'm not saying that I'm famous out here, but I have had my fair share of people trolling me. There was one guy that was trolling me he was a fitness guy who was trolling me very very healthy on instagram for some strange reason i didn't even know the guy but he trolled me and i blocked him because he said some negative comments about um and i remember like it was yesterday t uh i did the video in the studio in my office my um uh, headquarters office about the announcement of the sequel to guardians and he trolled me about it he said it was a stupid name battle of chuchat uh, he said it was a stupid name. He didn't get it. Um, he asked me what I said in the video. T uh, this uh, the nominated hit movie Guardians is coming back with a sequel. I may have not said it like that. I can't remember what I said. 
and he had asked me what or where was I nominated um I don't know if he's watching this video but I know he's blocked on my Instagram and Twitter so he's not seeing none of KLP Entertainment stuff no more but rest assured to you guys I have been nominated for quite a few awards um I actually did get selected number fourth in one film festival so um I think I earned the title of being nominated because I went to film festivals they watch my movie i've been selected and nominated now not to say that i've won because i haven't won any i can't call myself an award-winning director yet because i haven't won a particular awards but i have been nominated for quite a few uh, film festivals around the world with guardians with storm of okra and also um, the most highest nominations was hardline so rest assured you guys i people don't they they, they they people don't believe that we when we say we've been nominated people don't believe us yes we've been nominated for quite a few within the last three years so um but anyway i expect people to troll people are going to troll me all day long i've had trolls somebody created a fan club i, I still want to know if you one of those people who whoever you are i want you to come for it dm me and say is you created my fan page it's called kennedy lucas fan page one whoever's created me a fan page thank you but it's weird so i hate that big ain't that famous so i i don't understand who's created a fan page of me but somebody did so i i, I want to know i i and, and t i send it to the snapchat my friend group chat and i uh, to see who done it and i knew my my squad didn't do it but i was like somebody did this i want to know who did this who who is so fascinated with me i i, I don't again if you if you are that person that runs that fan page you got you know what i'm talking about uh thank you but it's weird it's not necessary you can follow me with your personal your real account and we can be friends as uh, long as you're not crazy but just the fan page is a little bit much I, i'm not that famous i i am not huge at all so I, I don't think i deserve a fan page but thank you i guess but i tweeted this back to the story t i'm sorry and t- tyrus is saying hey stick to the script kennedy i have to entertain my the fan base so uh back to twitter i did tweet uh about this because i did see the news that dare uh, of course that is the drug abuse i forgot what the r stand for education um that is an organization it's a non-profit organization to help educate people about drug abuse they criticize my favorite show right now euphoria season two about drug abuse now I tweeted about this because I remember Dare when Dare first came out because my parents, I don't know if they invested in Dare, but they talk heavily about Dare because they are uh, healthcare providers. So they do know about the organization. They they rocked a lot of shirts. Like I remember my mom, I can see it like it was yesterday, my mom rocking a Dare shirt. We know what Dare is. We grew up with Dare and that was the topic of conversation when the organization came out. But they criticized, of course, season two of you. Well, they criticized the whole show of Euphoria about drug abuse. Um, I did tweet about that, you know, shaking my head. And this is what I said. I'll be honest. I said this. I was shaking my head. Dare. I get it that you I get it. We're trying to educate our young minds about drug abuse and some different things that goes on with it. Um, I did tweet. Are you is Dare still in business? Because no one really is talking about Dare like that no more. Like. I don't mean that as a bad thing. And I know I'm probably going to get a lot of comments with this podcast, what I'm about to say. Um, I don't I don't know if Dare 
first of all, I don't know if Dare's still in business because I haven't heard that Dare's been working on anything exciting as of late in the last 10 years. So I don't know the ins and outs of their company. I don't know if they're still in existing. I don't know if they're still running. Um, a part of me want to say that they're just tweeting this out and they, because they want something to say. A lot of people are doing a lot of crazy things for what we call our, us young kids, our young teenagers, young adults, we call clout. I do believe that Dare might have said something criticize it because they are maybe losing money from this organization and they say okay let's criticize the biggest show right now so that way we can get out there in the media and you are because you're out there on the news source i'm talking about you on the show i'm sure other radio stations will talk about you on their platforms as well but I just don't see the point of it. I do hope that people know that Euphoria is not based on a real story. It's completely a story that HBO is bringing up. These characters are not real. It's all for story and creative writing. Um, do they advocate drug abuse? Yes, they do. Right? Yes. I'll come on and say yes. And, I, and that's the part from Dare. I, I do understand a little bit what they're coming from because there is a sense of, of drug abuse in the show right and you have to first of all they have it to where if you're mature enough you have to make sure you're mature enough to watch the show of course if you have an hbo max account and you have to verify your birth the date of birth so that way they can determine that they can recommend that show to you if you're mature so i think honestly it's a level of maturity that you have to have to watch this show because let me tell you euphoria season two is wild it's one of the wildest shows that i ever seen i recommend and i watched it and you know luckily i had a good stomach because i was at home right and, and t i told t this in the office i was at home and i was watching euphoria while eat while eating dinner and that was an off wild episode i'm like uh i don't think i can finish my dinner because this show is really really wild so i wouldn't recommend watching the show while eating something because it's that wild but i really do hope people out there in the universe know that this show is completely fiction is is not real it's not one is is it's fiction it's one of those things that is not real these stories the characters are not real it's not based off a real story that i know of so for dare to start criticizing a show and dare i get it you're an organization to to uh, teach about drug abuse i get it do i think you did it for clout just to get in the medium yes because honestly in the last 10 12 years i haven't heard anything new that dare is doing um i'm not judging dare i'm not criticizing dare what they do for their business because i'm always for people running a business a successful business that is but i just don't see the point or you criticizing a show that is not real First of all, HBO, HBO is a network, so HBO is going to tell a story if it's going to sell. And let me tell you, uh, I saw it in on the. Um, I'm sorry, guys, because this is this this next thing did come for the Breakfast Club because Angela Yee talked about it. But this show was the highest growing viewing and uh, streamer streamer revenue when season two first came out. Season two, when season two first came out, a lot of millions, millions and millions of people watched it on the HBO account. I'm one of those millions. When it first came out, I remember because it was a Sunday. When it came out, I was off. And because we close on Sundays, I was off at home. I had my my dinner already in my stomach. I was getting ready to watch season two because I knew it came out at 9 p.m. on Sunday. So I was one of those millions that say, okay, yes, I'm going to make sure I watch this show right on time to, to get it to get it started. 
And also, they made a lot of money for this. So, I'm sorry, Dare organization. You can't criticize them. They're going to continue to make this show. Whatever you say, and you're criticizing, I get it. That you know, you're doing what you got to do. But Dare, the drug, uh, I don't even know the acronym, right? The drug abuse, I forgot what the R stands for, of education organization. You can continue to criticize the show all you want. HBO, first of all, HBO, HBO do not care. They might respond to you, but they do not care. They're going to continue to make this show because this show made them millions of dollars so far. They're not going to keep, they're not going to stop them that momentum just because you have a few hurt feelings. I'm sorry. I'm real on the show. That's just how it is. Um, I haven't heard from Dare in 12 years. So honestly, I think you did it for clout. I think you were just trying to get out there to help your business. I get it. We do it too sometimes. KLP Entertainment, we do some things that, yeah, some things now I kind of regret, but hey, it got us on the map. So I, I, I'm not, that's just that's just my opinion. Um, it's not real. It's, 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 not, it's not factually proven. It's just my opinion. And if Dare doesn't like it, I'm sorry. But honestly, for a company that I haven't heard of in years, trying to criticize a show that's not real, you got to be mature to watch the show, obviously. Um, it just doesn't make sense. Of course, Netflix price hike is great for new, great news for HBO. Um, this was part of the script, but we we all know this because we I talked about in the last episode that a, uh, Netflix has been increasing their plans lately, and I and I said this. Um, HBO is continue continuing to have their plan, and I, there's a recent commercial that you guys can sign up for HBO. Not a sponsor for HBO Max, but they really should sponsor me. Um, seventy seven ninety nine right now for a discounted. Uh, it's worth it, honestly. And this is a AT and T CEO suggests that the price hike is great news for HBO. This is great. This is good that uh, John Spanky. Uh, thank you. Excuse me. The CEO of uh, AT and T says this because honestly. I'm not a sponsor for AT&T, but I do have AT&T as my phone plan and my internet plan. I honestly think they're one of the best networks that you can get out there compared to all the other phone plans and network internet plans. AT&T for me just does it. Um, You can get uh, HBO Max for free as part of your phone plan. And that's what I have with my phone plan because I really do enjoy HBO Max. Um, Like I say, it's the Netflix is I don't know what Netflix is planning to do with this, this price jump. Um, a lot of people are, are thinking about switching out their subscriptions. Um, a lot of people, and I, this might be a kind of a buffer because I kind of a little bit talked about this on the last episode, but I feel that a lot of people are going to realize that people are paying a lot of money out for a lot of subscriptions. I'm starting to realize that now. Um, for me, I don't have that many subscriptions because it's just me. But if you have a full-fledged family, you have kids, you have a whole wife, you have relationships... You really got to think about these subscriptions out here. You have the AMC subscription, the Discovery Plus subscri- subscription. Uh, BET now has a subscription called BET Plus. You got Hulu. You got Netflix. You got Xbox Game Pass. PlayStation's getting ready to roll out their new uh, subscription service as well. So you have all these subscriptions out there that you're going to start to realize you're spending a lot of money for these subscriptions. And 
maybe you want to downgrade your subscriptions list. I know I've cut some things out that I just didn't need. Um, one thing, and I, just to share a little bit, I did cut out my Funimation subscription because number one, Funimation just doesn't have any great anime. I'm sorry, Funimation, but you guys don't. You guys need to fix your whole catalog because it's the same cookie cutter anime. And I'm I'm that anime watcher where I want to see some deep stuff in anime. I want to see a hardcore romance. Um, can't say that other word because we're this is a PG show, but I want to see some great anime. Let's just keep it at that. And Funimation just kind of has the same cookie cutter kind of thing. So I had to cut that out. I cut my country roll subscription out, even though they kind of merged after that. Um, so we're, we're cutting out a lot of things. We're cutting a lot of things for me personally, because it's just cutting bills and I'm, I'm all for cutting bills, cutting things that I don't need. Um, so as we go on and as we go forward in the future, we are cutting some things out in subscriptions. So it's just one of those things that, um, AT&T, uh, CEO says that it's best for HBO. It is HBO got the best things right now. So I, I, again, like I say, again, on this show, I hope that Netflix has it together. Of course, there wasn't a Korean Disney. Pre- okay. I'm going to read this script, but Julia Root, and I probably messed up your last name. I'm sorry. You're doing it right. I think we need a Korean Disney princess. And I don't want to say Mulan. It counts. Mulan it doesn't really, I mean, I guess, but no. We need a Korean Disney princess. Now, if you guys don't know me, um, I am a huge, 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 huge advocate to Korean culture. I know I love Korean culture. I love the Asian culture in general. Um, I know we still have a lot of Asian hate in America, and I hate that so much that we have that. Um, But if you ever come across me... I just talked about anime, even though that's kind of from Japan, really. But the Asian culture I'm in love with. If you ever seen us with my squad, my friends, you guys know who you are. Shout out to Mutsi, Keyshawn, uh, Jessica, David, Phil. Shout out to uh, Yusuf as well. We always go to a Korean barbecue spot. I, we actually just talked about a barbecue spot because one of our friends' birthday is coming up. And we might take her to a Korean barbecue spot whenever that that the spot is because we love the culture. You you guys know how you guys know how I roll. I love K-pop, right? I, I'm dabbled into the Korean culture. I love that culture so much. The only thing I wish I was was being able to speak Korean. Like if I could speak Korean, game over. I would love it. But there wasn't a Korean print, a Disney princess. So Harvard, Harvard student now. Harvard. Harvard student created one, of course, 22-year-old uh, Julia and Julia. Uh, I'm sorry if I butcher your last name. I'm so sorry. R-I-E-W. Ru? Ryu? I don't, I don't know how to. Wrote an entire screenplay and music for the animated film on broad, or Broadway musical and released parts of it on TikTok. Now it is going viral, of course. Despite Disney's recent efforts to create more animated movies with diverse characters like Encanto, and Raya, The Last of the Dragon, those two movies I did see. I might see those on Disney Plus, actually, because I haven't seen those yet. Uh, the film studio is still missing a flick starring Korean character. Uh, well, if Disney needs some help, 22-year-old Harvard student Julia Ryu can definitely provide some ideas. She has already gained attention on social media for writing and composing an entire musical starring a Korean princess called... Uh, 
Shim Chiyong, a folktale. Of course, Ryu, who studies theater, dance, and media. Okay. This, oh, wow. I really want to meet her. Um, Harvard student that is studying theater, dance, media, and music at Harvard University. Disney, if you're lo- if you're watching this show, you need to hire her when she graduates. Actually, go ahead and get her and say, hey, you have a job as soon as you graduate. I decided to make a Korean musical for her senior thesis project. That is a great idea. She's going to get A on that. She has to get an A on that. And clips are singing the original in the forms of the animated character are quickly quickly going viral on TikTok. Of course, earlier this month, Rio uploaded the uh, video of her singing in tune and wrote uh, called Dive on social media platforms. And the clip begins with Rio snapping her fingers before she transformed into an animated character. I got to see if this is somewhere on TikTok uh, because I have TikTok right now uh, on my phone. You guys can follow me on TikTok over um, 2,000 followers getting ready for that 30, uh, not 30, uh, three, uh, 300, uh, 3,000, excuse me, I cannot speak today, 3,000 uh, viewers and followers right now. Let me see if I can see that real quick. I know we live, but let me see. I, I got to see it now. Wow. Wow. Hopefully I don't get copyrighted for this. Ladies and gentlemen, that is Julia uh, Rue. Good job, girl. You... You have stolen my heart already. I'm going to make sure I follow her too. Um, I, I like seeing stuff like that because, you know, I, first of all, I'm big into animation. You guys know KLP Entertainment. We've, we've done some animated things before. Guardians is one of them. Um, so I'm, I'm really dabbled into that. Um, I really do hope Disney does offer her a position. Um, yes, we do need it. Besides Mulan, besides Encanto, besides Raya the Lost Dragon, we need a Disney excuse me, a Korean Disney princess. And she wrote this song herself. She sung the song herself. That sounds like I was, that sounds like I just watched a Disney short. Like Disney needs to pick her up. And I really, this is good business. If I was the CEO of Disney, Pixar, yeah, Disney Pixar, I had to think about what studio or DreamWorks, one of them, I would go up to her and say, hey, I'm CEO of Disney. I saw your video. We want you to come work with us. Uh, I know you're in college, but we still want you to come work with us and give us some ideas. And I, I would not be surprised if a new Pixar Disney Korean movie come out and Julie Rowe is the director. I would not be surprised because that is what she needs. She's a Harvard student, first of all. And second of all, she did the animation and she did all that work herself. So I, I, you know, my, my praise go out to Julie Rowe because she's doing it really really well um i really do hope disney does offer her a position um i think this would be great business um julia if you're somehow watching this show uh if you if disney just doesn't pick you up i say keep forward with that make it independent right because a lot of our films here at KLP entertainment were all independent and we've gone very very far 
um, when it comes to film festivals, when it comes to getting it submitted somewhere, do it yourself and make it independent so that way somebody will pick it up. I, if I was, if KLP Entertainment was this mega million, and we, we, we ain't there yet, but we working on it, a mega million dollar studio, I would pick it up and say, hey, I want you to direct this. I, I want to give you money. Here's a couple of millions. Make this happen. That's what I would do for, for her because that, I mean, her degree is in dance and theater. Perfect. Went to Harvard, perfect. And a lot of people didn't go to school, right? You know, I went to school to study business. So I didn't go to school to, fun, to study film and, and film and cinematography. I went straight into school for business and I'm still making movies. So um, Julie Rowe, again, you're doing the thing, girl. I I, I really enjoyed that. That was very, very nice uh, for you to say that, you know, you've done this yourself because there's a lot of us independent filmmakers out here like KLP Entertainment, like myself, um, we, we do things independent and we were able to get creative. We're able to do things and change things. So uh, it's just one of those things that I'm just, I love to see young filmmakers. I love to see young animators learning the game and to really go out there and hustle and do the, do the thing that really, that really gets me going. So, uh, that was a great story to tell for sure on the podcast. So that's going to wrap it up here on the podcast. KLP Aftermath season two. Hopefully you guys enjoyed today's show. Now, remember we won't be doing a podcast tomorrow thursday's episode but we'll be coming back on saturday when we get ready to do klp tonight so don't miss out on that show uh last saturday was very very good so this saturday is going to be even more good because we have a whole lot to talk about on that show for sure as always i like to say stay safe wear a mask every time you're entering a building drink water every 15 minutes stay safe and if you're sick please stay home don't affect anybody else with this omicron as I did here, there's a sub-variant for Omicron called BH2. Please be careful. Um, just be mindful. Care for others. If you're sick, again, stay home. If you know you got COVID or if you don't know you got COVID, get tested first. And then if you get COVID, stay home, self-quarantine for two weeks, and you'll feel better, I promise. But you just got to do the work for sure. So that's going to wrap it up here. KLP Aftermath. I've been your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas. As always, stay safe. Stay swanky. It's the KOP Aftermath. Get ready. What's up, y'all? This is Nicki Minaj. Yo, 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 what's crack like this? Big Snoop Deal Double G. Yo, what's going on? This is Drizzy J. Radio. We're taking over the radio. And you're If you enjoyed today's show, please head over to iTunes, give us a rating, and leave a review. Please be advised that this podcast is meant for educational and informational purposes only and is in no way a replacement for legal or medical advice. The opinions contained within are solely those of the interviewers and interviewees and should be received as so. Those seeking help or advice are encouraged to obtain professional legal and medical services. 